Welcome to the Breaking 90 podcast, where we talk about all things sustainable fat loss. We take people on 90-day journeys to creating fat loss forever. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, welcome to the Breaking 90 podcast. I'm your host, Alex Harriman, and this is my co-host, Jerrica Rydell, and we are the coaches of Breaking 90 Fitness. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoy the episode. How's it going, Alex? I am doing well. How's your weekend going so far? So far, so good. Loving the sun. You have anything uh, going on there in Barrie? Yeah, what I've been doing, uh, actually, since since uh, the first lockdown because of COVID, I've, I've started making my own kombucha. I saw um, this. <laughs> have, you, have you tried it at all? Or? No, I have not, but I'm itching to. You've never drank any? Oh, I, yeah, yeah. Like from the store all the okay. time. Okay. I've never and, made my own. Do you like it? Love. Okay, cool. Um, so I just like got into it like a year ago. Um, okay. I tried it from the store for like the, actually I tried a homemade one first from, from a friend of mine and I, I really enjoyed it. And then I tried a few different flavors at the store and I, uh, I, I've always been kind of like that where I like to just like take a hobby and, and play around <laughs> with it and see, see what it turns into. So, yeah. um, actually when when we were forced firefighting many many years ago we used to make moonshine in our in our uh, in our apartment so the, I, I had a bit of a brewing background before kombucha <laughs> um but what uh what's really cool is you can flavor it however you want the kombucha mm-hmm. you can flavor it however you want you can you can choose the strength of it the sweetness of it the type of tea you're making it with um it's, it's pretty fun and there's a lot of health claims to kombucha. And I think, I think eating and drinking fermented stuff is good for our gut health. There's, Absolutely. There's a lot to support that. Mm-hmm. Um, some people claim that this stuff is like the best in the world, the best thing you could be consuming. I don't know if I would go that far. Right. Um, to me, there's not enough science to support that yet, but I really do like the taste of it. And I like experimenting with the different flavors. Yeah. Does um, yours come out like? Does it come out fizzy when you make it at home? Yeah, yeah, it does. Okay, I thought so. So it does get a bit of a, a carbonation. So, so for anybody listening who hasn't had it before, <laughs> um, what it is is you you brew tea and you right. brew a, a black tea or green tea or a white tea, not a flavored tea, and then you you mix in a bunch of sugar, just plain cane sugar, and uh, you add in. Uh, it's basically a yeast. It's called a scoby, but it, it's basically a yeast that you put into it and you put it into a, a big mason jar and this this yeast eats at the sugar and mm-hmm. it uh, it ferments the tea and so the longer you leave it the more of the sugar it eats away at and and it's basically the same procedure that they use to make vinegar so the longer you leave it the more vinegary it tastes or the shorter you leave it the more sweet it tastes and and that comes down to the the drinker's preference um but then what you do after that, and the carbonation builds up in this mason jar, but the, the top of it only has a cloth over top. So the carbonation escapes. Right. And so then what you do after that is you put it into a second bottle with the flavoring that you want now. So you can put in some juice or some fresh fruit. I really like frozen fruit. I just put in chunks of frozen fruit yes. and then you airtight that bottle and you leave it outside of the fridge still. So it continues to ferment. 
And the longer you leave it outside the fridge, the more carbonated it gets, like you say. You and then put ginger sorry, or anything in there? Yep. Yeah, yeah, I've played around yeah, with ginger, mint, uh, all different fruits, different juices. Cool. Um, and then basically when you put it into the fridge, it continues to ferment, but it, 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 it almost stops the process. So that's, that's what basically that's stops the cycle and it. then you can yeah. consume it. And so I, I've been doing that like since the first lockdown, I've been brewing a batch like every two weeks and just experimenting with all different flavors. And it's, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> Want to mail me one of your scobies so that I could try it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, scoby awesome. mail. Scoby yeah. mail. <laughs> if, any, if any listeners need a scoby, hit me up. <laughs> um, cool. I won't spend too much time on kombucha, <laughs> but if anybody's interested, shoot me a message. I'd love to talk about it. That's cool. Love it. Uh, what are we talking about today, Alex? So today's topic is going to be consistency. Okay. So we, we've talked a bit about um, purposeful movement in the past and the importance of um, getting in something. But today, I just want to talk about consistency in general. So consistency both in new not even both consistency in all aspects of whole health and the importance of it so um talk a little bit about what you think the importance of consistency is well it comes to mind since you said consistency is you know uh, commonly people will come at us with a monday to friday like beautiful pristine water goals, physical goals, nutrition goals, and then the weekend, not so consistent, right? And then the questions start happening, like, why is my scale up? Why is this happening? And, and I think that's what kind of comes to mind first is, is I would, we would, how we would rather a consistent, you know, seven days a week versus, you know, the five, but allowing some, the normal to be allowing that that fluidity through your life. So maybe it is having a little piece of chocolate every night so that on Saturday, I'm not binging on two chocolate bars, right? So allowing that consistency through the week so that, and into the weekend, so that you're not having those, which we commonly see that the weekend binges. And, and I think if you are stuck in this cycle where you're, you're killing it Monday to Friday and the weekends, you let out a little bit, mm-hmm. you really have to look at your progress. Are you making progress or are you not making progress? Yeah. And that's, that's the true indicator. If you're still making progress, then you're probably doing fine. Not overdoing problem. it. Yeah. Exactly. If you're not making progress, there is a reason. It's not, it's not that you, uh, as much as you want to believe it, you, you're probably not keeping it enough in control on the weekends or you're not being honest with yourself during the week so i think i think it's really important to do that reality check and say like am i going a little bit overboard on the weekends or is it becoming a big binge and if you are as we like to call it minimizing the damage on weekends but you're still not making progress, then maybe you need to be a bit more strict in the week to accommodate that. Or maybe right. you can only have one night day on the weekend where you go a little bit off, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the, I mean, consistency is important in all aspects of health. Uh, one, one other thing that uh, I was recently speaking to somebody about was protein. And so okay. they they said like, is it okay if I eat extra protein today? Because I've already eaten all my servings of protein and I'm still hungry. It's okay if I go over it. Right. And 
Well, the, the answer, of course, is it depends, but um, <laughs> we, protein's still calories. So eating too many calories is still going to make us gain weight. And if your goal is weight loss, it's still counterproductive in that sense. But um, I want to really build consistency with people when they're eating protein. So what, what I don't want happening is like every day you're eating like two servings of protein. And then one day you eat four and then you're back to two servings every day. Because often when we eat a lot of calories one day, you guys might've experienced this before you eat a lot of calories one day, you're not as hungry the next day because your body's got a ton of extra energy now. Um, and I want to start creating that protein consistency. So while two servings might not be enough in the long run, I'd rather you hit that every single day, two, 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 two. And then once it becomes easy, well, you can make a range of like two to three servings and, and try to hit that every day. And then once you can do three every day, then we'll build up. And maybe eventually we will get you to that higher number. But I just, I, I really think that protein consistency is important and you should be, it shouldn't be these days of massive amounts of protein and these days of not nearly enough protein because you need to you need to start designing your days so that you're getting adequate protein for proper recovery and proper muscle building and and all aspects of it i think i think that's important i think what you just said about even with the training and protein consistency where some people who you know if it's a workout day they're like oh i've got to get all my protein in so maybe they're having like three four five servings of protein but on days they're not training they're, they think it's okay to not hit their protein consistency and getting only one or two where in all reality we're, we're recovering whether it's a, a training day or not a training day so mm. maintain that consistency you're likely to see more results at two a day training maybe three times a week versus you know having a random one day full of protein and then none for a bit right? Yeah. You're not going to get that recovery. You're not going to see the results when it comes to building muscle. Um, so that's a really good point for sure. And I even, wanna, sorry, go ahead. I just <laughs> said, I want to quickly veer off topic, but we'll circle back. I won't touch on this too long, but just <laughs> when you have those days where you just eat a ton of extra food or you have, you have like what a lot of people will refer to as a cheat meal too, that extra energy has to go somewhere. It has to be used. So it's, it's uh, a lot of people will get into that mindset where it's like, ah, oh, today's a cheat day. So I'm not going to work out either, but that's, that's really backwards. Like use that energy. If you're going to eat all those extra calories, put it to use doing something. Absolutely. Yeah. Utilize them. Um, um, when yeah. Comes, we could circle back though. I just wanted to touch on two training consistency because you talked about you know, nutrition. We talked about protein consistency. Now when it comes to training, you know, some people will, you'll see like, Oh, I'm hitting, three workouts this week, three workouts next week. Oh, now I'm hitting seven because I'm feeling good. And then the week after we're hitting two because now I'm sore, yeah. right? So that seven week of, of workouts is now affected you, not only, you know, breaking down probably too much muscle and, and we're too sore and we're trying to recover affecting our sleep, et cetera. Now it's went into the next week and now we don't want to hit our workouts again because of our lack of sleep increased soreness, high stress on, on, on the body in general. Um, so like you said, I'd rather see you train consistently three times a week, three times a week, three times a week. Now we built that pattern. Now, okay, maybe three to four, same thing goes, mm -hmm. right? And we can, like you said, we can apply this to so many aspects of, of training, nutrition, lifestyle. 
Okay, I've got a question for you then. So yeah. we we work with a lot of shift workers. So whether it's a first responder or a nurse or mm -hmm. anybody working shift work. Um, so we know that there's some really irregular shift patterns out there. Um, for the people who struggle with this, so that you've got X amount of days off and you can fit your workouts in easy, and then you work a string of days together, sometimes three, four, five, six, seven days in a row. What advice would you give that person to maintain training consistency? Um, well, depends what your schedule is probably, but we always talk about getting in your movement first thing when you work, when you wake up. Well, there doesn't ha necessarily have to be a hard training day that's programmed, but getting in some type of movement yes. to maintain um, that, that pattern or that routine, right? So if it's a Tuesday and today, you know, typically if you're off, you're going to hit a hard workout, but now I'm on a work schedule. I'm still going to go in and get a, a good 30 minute walk in because I want to maintain that pattern if I can, that routine in um, to still have movement. My body's still getting that movement. And I mean, if you're, if you're pressed for time, do in 10 minutes, exactly. Remember that something is always better than nothing. Absolutely. So, so that's where it's important to talk to your coach or to look at your programming, whatever it might be, and maybe have some, um, some really great circuits that you can complete in 10, 15, 20 yep. minutes, because it doesn't, it, it's easy to think that you you're really great at these 90 minute workouts on your days off when you've got nothing planned. But if, if that to you is a limiting factor to the point where you just won't work out, if you can't get a 90 minute workout in, it's going to really stall your progress. That's you, so yeah. You have to have something in place, whether it's a walk or a hike or a bike ride or a 20 minute circuit or a 10 minute circuit for that matter. Like, have something there that you're able to do even when schedule gets busy, when life gets busy, because it's not going to be just work. There's going to be other things that come up, holidays and family get togethers and all of this kind of thing where you can benefit from having shorter options. It's important to shift your mindset on, on those busy weeks or those, you know, holidays or, or work weeks, because if you're going into it, you have to know I'm not going to hit my 90, 60 minute, 90 minute workouts this week. But again, something is better than nothing. So preparing yourself for maybe more of a, of a recovery week per se and taking it easier on the body, but still getting your movement in and going in that, into that motivated to just have maybe a, a deload or a relaxing yeah. kind of recovery week. So prepare yourself for that so that when you do get your 10 minutes of, of exercise in on that work day, you're, you're really pushing on your push-ups. So you're really squatting because you have 10 minutes and you're utilizing your time. So I think it's also important to shift your mindset and pump yourself up even for the small, the small wins. Yeah, totally. Totally agree. So um, consistency also doesn't have to relate to just training and just nutrition. There's, there's right. many, many other factors. And one that I think is important to touch on is our sleep consistency. Huge. Um, our, our bodies crave routine. So for all of you guys out there working shift work, I'm sorry your body doesn't like it <laughs> if, if you're working random nights and random days like your, your body doesn't like it. it it does make recovery harder there's no doubt about that that being said I will tell this to everybody we need to control the things we can control and try to deal with the things that we can't control so if your schedule means you're working in the middle of the night how can we best accommodate everything else because that's not going to change you're not going to quit your job because of this right um so we know that our bodies crave that routine. Um, one thing that makes it really, really hard to get proper sleep quality 
is falling asleep all over the map. Watching mm-hmm. Netflix Netflix till two in the morning one night and going to bed at nine the next night, nine p.m. the next night, yeah. like that's very hard for your body to accommodate. It's interesting you say that because I actually just read a study on how they looked at a group of people who are getting a consistent seven to eight hours of sleep a night and looked at the recovery. And then they looked at people who were going to bed at the same time, relatively the same night and waking up relatively the same time in the morning, even if it was only five, six hours every night, but they had a consistent bedtime and a consistent wake up time. Um, they actually found that the crew that were had their consistent bedtime and, and morning time routine actually seemed to be recovered. Now, don't quote me on like specific statistics, yeah. but they seem to have been recovered um, better than the crew that's getting these random seven hours from 2 a.m. to 10 and then from, you know, 12 to, to 8, like that sporadic sleepers. The consistent sleepers, even though it was less, had better recovery. Interesting, it, it, eh? it is really interesting that you say that. And in the past, I want to say, um, I don't know, six or seven months for myself now, I've forced myself to accommodate uh, a set sleep schedule. So um, there's always going to be outliers, just like your diet, just like your training. There's going to be a day you fall mm-hmm. off track and that's fine. Um, but it's, it's controlling it as much as we can and, and trying to stay, you know, pretty consistent, 80% consistent or more. Um, so what I've done now is I go to bed every night around 10 and I wake up every morning at around 5.30. And I do that se- seven days a week. And people will be saying like, I don't want to get up at 5.30 on the weekend. But if you have, if you have a big goal and you're really chasing down something, um, I think, I think it, it needs to become a priority. If, if, if your priority is to make change, then you're going to have to step a little bit outside your comfort zone. I'm not saying you have to wake up at 5am every day, but if you're waking up every day during the week for work at 7am and then the weekend you sleep until 10, it's going to be hard for your body to adapt to that. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's something you certainly need to look at if you know that you're not getting great quality of sleep. Um, because as we know, sleep quality and sleep quantity are two very different things. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then we can go on and talk about the factors that affect that, um, in another podcast alone because of, but just, just sleep in general can play uh, such a huge part and having a consistent bedtime routine is also just as important. So consistency, you know, like you said, you Mm -hmm. go to bed at 10, but my routine, I turn my phone off or put it away an hour before because that's consistency for me during the week. So I'm making sure that I'm doing that on the weekend as well. So just because, little things. Because you know, if you leave your phone on, you're going to be getting bombarded with messages from me about things we have to do and things we have to talk about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Leave me alone. <laughs> it's 10 o'clock. What are you doing? It's bedtime. Um, no, that's really great. And, and I know that that sounds really extreme to a lot of you guys listening. I'm not saying it has to be 100% perfect. I'm just saying, consider making a change in that direction. So if you, if you wake up at 7am, five days a week, consider trying to get up at like 8am on the weekends. And, and your body adjusting to an hour difference in a sleep schedule is much easier than say a three or four hour difference. Like if you're, if on the weekends, you're staying up till two in the morning watching Netflix, you are not doing yourself justice on your health and fitness journey. I promise you that. 
absolutely not. And you'll find that your body adapts, right? Like now I don't even set an alarm on the weekends and boom, I'm up at 6am regardless because mm-hmm. my body's used to that routine and it wants, it craves the sunlight in the morning and it wants to be there. So you, your body gets used to it and it's definitely happier because of that routine. And it's hard at first, right? Like waking up at 6am oh, so, at first yeah. sucks. Like it yep. does, but, yep. <laughs> but it gets easier and, it and does. You, it will become part of your lifestyle. Whatever you teach your body to do, it does crave routine over time. It does, for sure. Um, another area then, if we're talking about consistency that we, we need to talk about is, is hydration. That I know we touched on thinking. nutrition a little bit. Um, nutrition for sure, but hydration also. So what do you think about that? On Look, we can go on and talk about um, how you know, not consistent hydration will give you those fluctuations, right? Which we've already, we can talk on another podcast again, because there's so much to talk about with that, but getting it in every single day, right? I always do a range. And I think I've told you this a few times that I'm big on my water goal ranges, Mm -hmm. because for me, um, because my job fluctuates daily on my hours. So I try to get, let's say two, for me, it's 2.5 to three liters every single day. And that's my goal because, you know, some days I'm hitting 2.5 and I'm still happy with that. Some days I'm hitting three and I'm still happy with that. Hitting three for me every day on the busy days can be hard. So give yourself a little leeway and consistency, just like we said with training nutrition, start maybe with one liter, Yeah. right? Every day for three weeks. Mm -hmm. If that still is hard, then continue. If it's not, then up it. Um, but that can cause a lot of fluctuations, especially um, in your water retention. So consistency long-term would help to, to probably minimize the extreme spikes and whooshes that, that we talk about and kind of hope to, to level you out a little bit. In your body weight. In your body weight, yes. Yeah, yeah. And, and you'll hear me say it all the time in, in several episodes, but you got to get out of that all or nothing mindset. You can't, yep. you can't be thinking that if I can't get that eight, that golden eight cups, wherever that came from, um, <laughs> the two liters, if I can't get that two liters, well then whatever, I might as well not even drink any water. Yes. It, it has to be, uh, start with where you're at and increase a little bit until you get to whatever your goal might be but stay consistent get the hydration in day in day out um that that's a a big one for sure yep um any oh i guess quickly before we get off nutrition fully another one that i wanted to mention is just i i I do it with myself is just vegetable vegetable intake right so I'll, i'll i say three servings and i consider a serving a fist Yep. Um, three fifth size servings of veggies every day. Most days I will blow that out of the water. Yes. There'll be days I get like six or seven or eight. But that being said, I know even on like a crap nutrition day, I have to commit to my three servings of vegetables. And that's that to me is consistency. That's what that's what yeah. consistency is all about. It doesn't have to be extreme, right? Like it's no. you can set that bar maybe a little lower yeah. so that you are satisfied and you're pleased with your results and, and it's still you're still getting in great nutrients. So that's a, a really good way to put it for sure. I, I've had lots of clients actually who've struggled with vegetable intake. And uh, if you're listening to this, you know who you are. <laughs> uh, but so what what I'll often do is say, where are you now? And they'll be like, uh, maybe one or two servings a day. What is a really bad day look like for you? Zero servings. What Mm -hmm. does a really good day look like for you? And it'll be like three or four servings. This is somebody who struggles to get their vegetables in. Okay. 
let's set the minimum for now at one serving. And they're like, one serving? Like, I could do that hands down. Well, you just told me on a really bad day, you don't get one serving. Zero, yep. So now, when you know that your minimum is one serving and you're going to get that every day, now all of a sudden, your bad day is one serving. And yep. next time we revisit this, once that's second hand to you, second nature to you, and you're doing mm -hmm. that, no problem, we revisit this down the road. Now we're going to set that bar at two servings. Yep. Right? Yeah, it's, it, it. that's how simple you need to make these changes. Mm -hmm. Very doable. Very doable. Um, looking at consistency from a whole, is there anything that you think we've missed or you think is important that we haven't touched on? Um, I think it's just important to just as, as a whole for whole body health and, and it's just important to remember that net something is better than nothing right when it comes to maintaining that consistency so hitting like you said zero or or if i can't do my 90 minute workout like you said i'm not going to do it at all it's it may be like we talked about setting the bar a little lower and, and reaching your goals and feeling good about it mm -hmm. and then and upping it later on but uh we definitely talked about a lot of the main ones for sure I think that's so important to set goals that you can consistently hit. Um, we, we use 80% as our golden number and, and that works really well for our clients. And what that means is that like, if you look at a calendar, uh, a month calendar, say there's 30 days, you can have, you need 24 of those days to be like, I don't want to say perfect because I never expect perfect, but you need 24 of those days to be very good days. In, all, mm -hmm. in, in whatever aspect you're trying to grow consistent in that still allows you to be a little bit off six days of the month and that's still considered consistency right like if you're if you're shooting at 50 percent and like half the days you're getting it half the days you're not getting it that's not consistency work up to 60 percent work up to 70 percent build that momentum um i know that and I, I know we've covered a ton and i don't i don't want to dig too much deeper into this in one episode but i think uh I think that's that's great. Consistency will will equate to to results at the end of the day, right? If you're consistent, you're going to see results in whatever you may be yeah. reaching for. Yeah, I say it all the time. Consistency is greater than intensity. Yeah, I love that. For sure. For yeah. sure. Um, cool. So uh, let's let's leave the topic at that. Um, I will leave them with one quick kitchen tip today. Let's and see it. My, uh, my piece of advice for you guys, I'm going to give you actually a recipe is Ooh. a lot of people struggle when they're trying to eat healthy with sauces and dressings. Mm -hmm. um, we know that you get a ton of extra calories from most delicious sauces and dressings. And I really like being able to dip my foods. Um, yeah, I'm a dipper and flavor freak. For, especially I find chicken, right? Like yeah. I eat a ton of boneless, skinless chicken breasts. If you overcook that sucker for like one minute, it's, it's dry. Dry. <laughs> <laughs> so if you don't have something to dip it in, uh, it makes a huge difference. So I use this recipe for almost all of my meats um, and all of my vegetables. And so all it is, is just plain Greek yogurt mm -hmm. mixed with sriracha. That's what I do too. And you can control how spicy you like it. Like my wife doesn't love spicy food. She really likes this because you can completely control how spicy it is. Um, and I even know that some of our, our coaching clients have changed it up and used different spices and dill. Yeah, and I do dill. I do garlic. I put lime juice. Oh, yeah. 
Awesome. Like you can play around with this. To me, it's just so simple because I'll, I'll, I'll take like a cup of plain Greek yogurt, mix in the sriracha. And I know that that's like a full serving of protein now. That's not, Mm -hmm. those aren't calories that are like going against me. Those are calories that are helping me work towards my goal now. And I can eat that all day, put it on eggs, put it on chicken, put it on my vegetables. And and Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, that's like a full extra serving of protein. That's awesome. So that's my tip for you guys today. Uh, I hope (laughs) you enjoyed this episode. Make sure you uh, check us out on Instagram, check us out on Facebook, follow us on YouTube. Uh, Make sure you comment and review on the podcast. That would mean a lot to us. And let us know if there's any future topics you want to hear about. Uh, But most of all, thanks for listening. And I hope you enjoyed the episode.